Oh, hey, I didn't see you there. How's it going? Uh, I just want to say thanks for stopping by, and if it's your first time, welcome to Crunch Time Coffee Talk with your girl, your host, Elizabeth. <sighs> my name is Isabella, so I have a name. Isabella, I love my mom. Thank you. And forget just because we're on a new platform doesn't mean that you forget your coffee. So go stop by Starbucks, get your coffee, get your milk, get whatever you need, and let's get started. Thank you, family, for that intro, and welcome back, you beautiful people. Oh, how I have missed you all. Today's episode is Season 3, Episode 1, titled, The Shit They Don't Tell You About Parenthood. For those of you still listening from day one, thank you. Thank you for your continued support, and if you're new here, hi, hello, and welcome. And thank you for joining the Crunch Time Coffee Talk journey. Don't forget to give us a follow as I'll be posting more frequently in the coming weeks. I'm sorry about that. That is my dog walking around, (laughs) um, getting settled in. But things have changed since the last episode, and the first change being is we welcomed our little baby girl, Ava Janae, coming into the world at 8 pounds, 5 ounces. And yes, if you're wondering, I am drinking excessive amount of coffee to parent my children. So shit has been hitting the fan here in this household, ranging from sleepless nights, emotional breakdowns, weight loss, skipping meals, and all the other fun stuff that's included with a newborn. I've noticed these past three weeks that I have been experiencing what the people like to say baby blues. For those of you who aren't familiar with the term, it means I'm overwhelmed and I feel like the world's falling apart. I wrote down the other night exactly how I felt and it goes a little something like this. As I sat here tonight, letting a million things run through my brain. I want to get some things off my chest. As I feed my daughter, I think to myself how lucky and grateful I am for this sweet baby girl. I know it sounds all too cliche, but it's true. I've been so overwhelmed with life the past three weeks. And the shit they don't tell you about parenting is that it's hard. It's physically, emotionally, and mentally hard. My oldest daughter has been an emotional wreck since her sister has gotten here, crying for her dad more often and making me feel like I'm this vicious mother who just yells for everything. It all leads to mom guilt. I feel guilty for not trying even harder for her, even though my brain says I am. I've been so overwhelmed, so to the point where I want to cry out for help because I need a break. The fight my brain and body are having is kind of like when you're on the Stairmaster. Your brain says, get up, you can't do this, just push the quit button, and your body's like, no, you can keep going, you better keep going. My body says, you don't need to sleep, both girls and everything else needs you. Schoolwork needs you, my brain says, quit and cry and you can't do this. This is why I say I'm grateful for these girls because I feel like a failure. This may be the postpartum blues talking or the lack of sleep. I know that I try to stay positive most of the time, but sometimes shit gets real and I gotta be honest with you all. I read this quote that couldn't be more true. The quote says, the most important work you will ever do will be within the walls of your own home. This quote is not just with motherhood. This can be used throughout any person's life or situation. Because remember, if you're at the bottom, there's nowhere to go but up. The next thing that I wanted to mention that I had talked about in 
this earlier episode is mom guilt. Lately, I've been feeling really guilty for paying too much attention to the baby and not enough to my older daughter. I found this quote that made me reflect on my life when feeling a little mom guilt. And the quote says, a mother cannot support her family well and be expected to take care of others well if she is not first taking care of her own mental and emotional health. The quote basically means if I don't have my shit together, how the hell am I supposed to give attention to these people? Since the baby was born, I have not properly gotten good sleep or ate my regularly scheduled meals. I have done this because I have given my every last ounce to these beautiful children of mine. The one advice I could give you about this is don't do this. You'll burn out quickly. Trust me. I am currently experiencing the burnout phase, which is reflecting in my schoolwork, which reminds me, how the hell do I manage to have a career and still keep these kids alive and still be a good wife? This is what I ask myself every day when I get up to conquer the day. I'll be the first to admit it. It is not at all possible realistically. Can't be an awesome mom, wife, and student all at the same time. It's not to bring you down, but instead to put your mom guilt at ease that you'll never, that you'll more likely suck at one of these categories. For example, there has been days in these last three weeks that I have been too tired to cook dinner or I've been preoccupied with the kids. In my eyes, this makes me a bad wife that I can't cook for my family. Nah, player, it makes you human. On other days, I'm changing out of my PJs into clothes at three o'clock and barely washing my face. Examples like these is why I say we can't all be super mom every day. We'd like to think we can do it all, but we can't and that's quite okay it's okay to have your house a mess and your kids fed it's okay to eat out and get that much needed nap trying to conquer the world in one day is for the weak but conquering the world one day at a time is for the strong i mentioned school in my prior episodes that i went back to start my associate's degree when i started i thought cool i got this By the time the baby is here, it'll be easy because I'll have two classes left. Yeah, right. Lack of sleep, lack of everything in between has caused me to suffer in my work. And I'm not going to lie. I thought about quitting multiple times because it's hard. I can't do this because then I think to myself, I didn't come this far to only come this far, you know? So I push through and I cry because everything is so damn hard and overwhelming. But I know that later on in life, although I love my children dearly, I'll thank myself later. I'll thank myself because I always preach about how I'm more than just a mother and a wife. Because I am... And I deserve to have things of my own. This is not selfish, but necessary. As as parents do a lot of putting careers on the back burners because we're waiting for our kids to grow up. I know I'm definitely guilty of doing this on the regular. We deserve the world as well as much as our children do. Next, I want to talk about baby blues. First, let me mention my emotional breakdown that I had. Um, my daughter spills water all over my computer. It's fine. It was an accident. We'll manage. Then I'm still recovering, mind you, but someone's got to cook dinner. My daughter was super hyper this day, and then I find myself stirring kind of dry chicken alfredo, having, you guessed it, an emotional breakdown. And for those of you who aren't aware of it, this shit just hits you out of nowhere. So here I am, 
bawling my eyes out over pasta and life. I couldn't take it anymore. I'm sharing this with you all because I'm sure I'm not the only one who's experienced this postpartum. So there I am in my room bawling my eyes out to my husband for everything happening. As a result of postpartum depression, is the proper term i find myself a lot more frustrated and i get this episode of i can't breathe not i have a lack of air but more the weight of everything on my chest i know this new life will take some time to adjust but just like anxiety you have no control over your emotions i find myself really struggling at night lately with my colicky baby and resentment towards my husband and not in a way that i'm ungrateful i'm an ungrateful wife who doesn't appreciate the hard work my husband does but in a way that he gets to sleep and i'm up with the screaming baby I also felt myself wanting to cry every time I'd lay the baby down and she'd wake up as soon as I would lay down into bed. Then morning rolls around and my oldest daughter gets up and wants to eat and hang out all whilst I'm trying to find the energy to get up. I struggled with postpartum depression the first time with my daughter because my husband wasn't there until she was eight months, as I mentioned in my prior episodes. And now, I find myself suffering with the same situation because I can't get help at night with the baby until Friday nights because that's when my husband has, um, you know, the time off. So I look forward to that day for the past three weeks. It's really hard to openly admit to people that you're struggling with some sort of mental health issue because no one takes it seriously or they say it as you're weak or they say, well, back in my day when I had two kids, Remember, ladies and gentlemen, I am not you and you are not me, and we struggle and handle situations differently. And yes, I do get the whole, why don't you nap when the baby naps? Because my brain says, no, we have other things to do other than get much needed rest that we need. I will say though, finally the other day I took a cat nap and don't worry guys my oldest daughter was napping too as the days go on things will get better and we will adjust everything is just new right now and don't let anyone tell you that your postpartum mom gut hasn't gone down fast enough because who the hell cares you've literally carried this baby for nine months gain weight your body isn't gonna bounce back like becky from down the street okay (laughs) um you said You set yourself back as far as recovery because you're trying to lose this weight and it's not necessary. You do you, mama. Um, I did, however, want to tell you guys about how the day of my C-section went. So let's start with the night before. They give you the solution stuff that you have to clean your body with to make sure you're all cleaned and sanitized. Bags are packed. I'm in pain and nervous as hell. Next morning, I'm up doing homework for school because I knew when I got home, I wasn't going to want to do anything. Anyways, I finish up, take another shower, get my clean clothes on. Um, Stuff is packed in the car and we're ready to roll. I'm nervous as hell, guys. Walking into a surgery is probably more scary than having an emergency one. So we get to our room. I'm in my gown, chilling in the bed, and then it starts. Turns out the day we went in was a very busy baby day. So they hook me up to the IV, explain all the paperwork, get my husband his suit of armor for the surgery, and now we're just waiting for on the anesthesiologist. 
Mind you, I was super nervous for my doctor to do my surgery because I didn't have him as a doctor for my first surgery. So my faith in him was a little, you know, a little shy. <laughs> um, so the other guy comes in and I'm worried because he has a slight lazy eye. In my mind, I'm thinking he's going to miss. It's going to be bad. But the positive me says, hey, maybe his aim will be better since he can focus more. So I walk to the surgery room. He does the spinal tap and my legs are dead. Everything is cool. I'm like, cool. Then they're about to start and no warning. Then my husband comes in and two seconds later, this little sweet baby girl comes out. Of course, I cry because I'm glad she's healthy and safe. And once we were out of surgery, normal gross post-birth stuff happened, but I'll spare you the details on that one. Also, the hospital food sucked, but my husband got me these delicious chicken tenders from the cafeteria that I was very grateful for. Got out a day later, which I was so glad because I was ready to go home and see my daughter and the rest is history. It's just weird having two girls now, but I can't imagine my life without them. All right, you beautiful people. That is all that I have for you guys today on this beautiful Friday morning. Don't forget, you guys can do anything you put your mind to. And also, don't forget, if you dream it, you believe it, you will achieve it. I look forward to this upcoming season and hearing more from you guys and don't forget if you guys have any topics that you guys want send me a message actually through my email it's called the crunch time coffee talk at yahoo.com and with that i'll see you guys in the next one